guys. How's it going? Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening. Greetings, all of you early adopters. This is Andy Humphrey. Welcome to another episode of the Sprinkler Nerd Show, where it is my job to help you push the envelope of what you think you may already know, to encourage you to think outside the start time, and to unthink and relearn by giving you a mashup of technology, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship. So here's what we're going to talk about today. I have three things, and actually they're in this order, okay? Number one, being in the room. Number two, being at the table. Number three, being the table. And these three concepts I uh, really resonated with me this week because I was listening to another amazing podcast called Masters of Scale with Reed Hastings. I know I've mentioned this before, and I totally encourage you to put it on your everyday playlist. Masters of Scale, I will definitely put a link in the show notes to this specific episode, which was number 46. And the title of it was Make It Epic with Will I Am. Okay. So again, number one, being in the room. Number two, being at the table. Number three, being the table. I'm going to roll the sprinkler nerd intro, and we're going to get right into today's episode. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. So let's get started. Who is Will I Am? I mentioned that I was listening to Reed Hastings' Masters of Scale podcast and how awesome that is. And the title of the episode I was listening to this week, which really resonated with me, was called Make It Epic with Will I Am. So who is Will I Am? William James Adams Jr., known professionally as Will I Am, pronounced Will I Am, is an American rapper, singer, songwriter, actor, and record producer. He rose to fame as the lead member of the Black Eyed Peace. And that's exactly what I knew about Will I Am. Pretty much it. I knew he was the lead member of Black Eyed Peas. Okay. But after I listened to this episode of Masters of Scale, I learned that there is more. Unbeknownst to me, and perhaps you, and I think many, Will I Am owns a founding stake in Beats Electronics. You know, Beats, the headphones, Beats, right? Beats sold to Apple in. 2014 for like three point something billion dollars. And I was trying to find out how much stake in the company Will I Am owns or owned in Beats before selling it to Apple. And I couldn't find it, but I thought, let's just run some numbers. If Will I Am owned 1% of Beats and it sold for $3 billion, that would be a $30 million payday. Not, not bad. Okay. So I had always assumed, and this might be what you had thought or think is that I thought Dr. Dre owned Beats. I thought that was Dr. Dre's baby, okay, because he was always the one that is sort of the spokesperson, you know, the the model. He was the one out there, you know, making stuff happen. And I thought that Dr. Dre owned Beats. And I had no idea that Will I Am was the guy who had the original idea. <laughs> How awesome is that? Will I Am had the original idea. 
but Dr. Dre basically took it to market, um, took it to market, but there were three founders, okay? So the three founders in Beats was Dr. Dre, Jimmy Levine, who after listening to this episode really was Will I Am's mentor, and then you have Will I Am. So those were the three founding members of Beats, Dr. Dre, Jimmy Levine, and Will I Am. And apparently, so the folklore says is that Will I Am came up with the original idea for Beats while on tour with the Black Eyed Peas in Europe in like 2004. And it was he was it was there that he saw fans um, kind of holding up their camera phones like lighters. Uh, and in the U.S., they were still using lighters. So he saw the fans holding up camera phones, and it was kind of at that moment that he realized there might be an opportunity in the hardware space. Okay? And what I want to do is play right now a, um, a lick from uh, Will I Am that talks about I be rocking them beats, because if you're not familiar with uh, Will I Am, Black Eyed Peas, or or Beats, even though you likely are. I want to play this clip just to put it into perspective for you. So let's play that right now. I'll be rocking in beats. Yup, yup. I'll be rocking in beats. Yup, 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 yup. So you can see that Will I Am incorporated rocking them beats it wasn't rocking them boom boom beats because that's i think the name of the song something like boom 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 it wasn't rocking them boom boom beats it was rocking them headphone beats so will was really good at, at incorporating you know different levels of media and marketing and mashing up kind of this you know software hardware software being the music hardware being the uh headphones and he you're going to love listening to this episode because I can't tell you the, the whole story, but it, they also talked about how at the Super Bowl halftime show in 2011, Will I Am also did some grassroots marketing because he built the stage in the shape of um, a Beats logo because Beats wasn't allowed to have their own logo on the field. So he circumvented that by building the stage into the shape of the Beats logo. And I don't know why I didn't even notice that. I mean, maybe I was having too many beers in 2011 uh, or didn't even watch the halftime show. Uh, so I, I loved hearing that. Just another example of Will I Am being creative uh, with, with marketing and you know, circumnavigating, not being allowed to put a logo on the field. So just build the damn stage in the shape of the Beats logo. So the initial story of um, Will I Am... Uh, coming up with the idea for Beats goes uh, something like this. And this is a quote from Will A. Am's mentor, Jimmy Levine, who's, the, who's also the, you know, the second founder. Jim, Jimmy Levine says, so I was out with Will I Am one day and he says to me, you know, the record business is all screwed up. We're losing, Jimmy. Jimmy, it's hardware. So I said, Will, what are you talking about Hardware he says, hardware. So I said, Will, you know what? You know why they call it hardware? It's hard. That's why it's called hardware. About a year later, I was walking down the beach and I ran into Dr. Dre. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. So Will I Am came up with this concept for hardware 
I think a couple years before Dr. Dre founded Beats, and it was all because of this sort of mindshare collective um, that it was able to happen, okay? So, and again, there's a lot more to the story, and I would encourage you to listen to the episode, but I wanted, but really what I wanted to do is share just one lesson that I learned that resonated with me in this episode that I think uh, is, is, it's my takeaway, but I think it could be a takeaway for you as well. And Will I Am's mentor, Jimmy Levine, you know, it came from him. He said something that really stuck. Um, he said, Will, you are the type of person that if you stay at the table long enough, you will figure it out. And I love that. Okay. I love that because that is kind of, um, it's inside of me, the, the, figure it out mentality. And if you've been listening to my podcast, you, you know that I recorded an episode not, not too long ago that was titled, Everything is Figure Outable. Okay. And so that statement really hit me. I was like, heck yeah. If you stay at the table long enough, you'll figure it out. I love that. But there's actually more to this. Okay. Jimmy also said to Will, you just need to figure out a way to stay at the table longer. It's like, boom, I love, love, love that. If you can stay at the table long enough to figure it out, then you just got to stay at the table longer. <laughs> so then I'm thinking, how can you stay, you know, not only in the room, but at the table longer, right? Now there's more. <laughs> so the third part of this is, is actually like, almost an abstract thought. Okay. And it, it reminds me, I don't, I, I don't know where I probably should have wrote this down before recording this, but it almost reminds me of like a karate move or, or yoga or something. And Jimmy says, or be the table, be the table. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> Will, you're the type of person that if you stay at the table long enough, you will figure it out. So you just need to figure out a way to stay at the table longer or be the table. My mind was blown. It's like, seriously, think about that, guys. Be the table. So those were the, you know, those were the three takeaways. And I kind of thought that each of them each of them are important individually, but that but it also scales. It's almost like each one becomes more valuable or more important, or each one offers more benefits of opportunity. So I wanted to sort of just do a quick sort of synapse of how I interpret those three points. Okay. So we're gonna start with number one: being in the room. I think that being in the room really gives you access. And I want you to think about how, for instance, maybe how you could be in the room for your next dream project, okay? Everybody probably has some sort of a dream project, and if you don't, go dream up one. And I want you to think about how, how can you get yourself in the room at your next dream project? And I, I know you can figure it out, I, or I think you can figure it out. I know you can do it, but I think it's really important to remind yourself that Whatever you really want to have or achieve, et cetera, you need to be in the room with someone who can help you make it happen, OK? 
okay? Because things don't happen all by themselves. You need to go find a room to be in with other people that can help you make it happen, okay? So that's step one, be in the room. Step two is realizing that it's not just about being in the room, okay? There's another step. There's a little bit more. You need to be at the table. And being at the table means you are already in the room or you're in the room when the life-changing opportunities present themselves. And if you listen to the episode with Will I Am, you'll hear how he experienced this concept of being um, being in the room and being at the table with the right people when the magic unfolded. And sometimes you, you don't want to be in the room and at the table with people that are exactly like you. It's good to be in the room with people from maybe some different backgrounds. So perhaps you're in the room with just, you know, kind of making this up on the fly. Maybe you're in the room with a well-known landscape architect. Maybe you're in the room with a well-known developer. And then maybe you're in the room with, with like a, you know, um, a technology inventor sorts. And together you put together, you know, a concept for either that particular project or maybe a new product or a new software because you are sharing ideas, you know, at the table with people that come from different backgrounds and have different knowledge sets, all right? So number two was being at the table. Number three is that if you stay at the table, staying at the table unlocks more opportunities. So if you can unlock more opportunities by staying at the table, then why not be the table? Be the table. Being the table means you are the one creating those opportunities. If you are the table, you are the one creating those opportunities. And that's some serious shit, guys. Like, that's when my mind was totally blown. I'm like, oh, my God. That is it. Yes. Personally, for me, I would love to be the table. Maybe I am a, a, a form of the table. Perhaps this podcast is helping to be the table to create opportunities. But it was really kind of at that moment that I'm like, yeah, this is, this is it, man. There's a three-step process to this. Be in the room, be at the table, be the damn table. All right. So to bring this home, um, you know, I just know that that's, this episode of Masters at Scale resonated with me. I thought it would resonate with you. So I wanted to give you the cliff notes of Will I Am Beats and this concept that Will um, embraced about being in the room, being at the table, and then becoming the table. And I think that, you know, really, if you're doing what you're doing and you're comfortable, you're, you like it, you're happy with your job, you like doing what you're doing, you would do it forever and ever – that is totally cool. Um, there's definitely a huge percentage of the population that that's how their mind works. You love doing what you're doing. You do it forever. You don't need to do anything different. And I applaud you for that. I think that that's great. Now, for for other uh, percentages of the population, some some people want more. Some people want more fulfillment, more challenges, more money, more whatever. And Sometimes those people are referred to as having a growth mindset, and if you, if you have a growth mindset or if you've never heard it described like that before, I want you to think about this table analogy. You know, How can you get in the room, have a seat at the table, and become the table so that you can continue to 
learn and grow over time, okay? And not just be thinking about how to go ask for a raise. No. How do you get in the room with the right people at your company to have an amazing discussion? And if you do all those things, money will come behind you, okay? So I think I just want to leave you with one final quote that I wrote down here that was from Reed Hastings on the Masters of Scale podcast. And Reed says this, he says, Will I am was already successful, but he wanted more. He saw a window to create a bigger opportunity. He'd change his sound and change the game. And then Will I am says, I want to make music for people, not just people that like what I like. And that's harder. Making music for people who like what you like is pretty easy. You know exactly what they want to hear. Trying to get Other walks of life, old, young, Christian, Muslim, black, white, male, female, making music for everyone, that's freaking hard. So I think that's it, guys. I encourage you to go get a seat at the table, become the table, and let's make music for everyone. All right. Till the next episode, happy sprinkling. We'll see you then.